<laughs> we know the two now. It's just the room. Now that the new C incompetent has joined us. Hello, you guys. Um, welcome back to the Commented Podcast. I apologize for not uploading last week's episode because I got busy with school, but I will make it up and we'll have two episodes this week. So <laughs> uh yeah, so we are the Commented Podcast. We talk about whatever we want. Um, movies, music, books, boys, life in 2020. Yeah, whatever we want. So we hope you guys enjoy. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. And today we're just going to do a general episode to talk about what we've been watching, what we've been up to. I made everybody watch this trailer for this new K-drama um, <laughs> that I hope you guys experienced well because <laughs> it made no sense. But yeah, this is going to be a chill, 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 chill episode. So uh, chill with us. Yes. So, I mean, I'm going to just go ahead with my topic that I brought to the table. <laughs> Stupid plot. So there is a wave going on in k-drama city um we are out here making all of the sci-fi dramas now as a sci-fi science fantasy girl i am happy i am ecstatic we're getting in a whole like mini series um where all of the leads are females called sf8 from nbc and i cannot wait for that that's gonna be great we are also getting another like time travel double life called train that has just started airing and i'm like really excited because k-dramas were not doing it for me at the beginning of the year sweetheart i was i was not with it um i went on a very uh questionable binge of like c-list (laughs) c-dramas that are like rom-com plots but they're all wearing like period clothing but then, one of the other sci-fi dramas that was supposed to make headlines this year, called Alice, <laughs> dropped its trailer the other day, and K-Drama Twitter went off their wire because this is not what we were expecting, right? <laughs> so, Hotel Alice is a place where time travelers stay right before they travel back in time. Alice will tell the story of a man and a woman who are separated by death, only to be re- reunited by overcoming the limits of time and space. Yoon Tae-yi, played by uh, Kimi Sun, is a genius physicist who holds the key to uncovering the secrets of time travel, while Park Jin-kyum, played by Chuan, is a detective who wants to do good, learns as a um, wants to do good, learns a hidden secret about himself while attempting to solve the mystery of time travel. He meets Yoon Tae-yi. They unravel the secret of time travel together. Here's what this synopsis <laughs> didn't say. That Kim Hee-sun is basically playing Juwon's mother. <laughs> what? Huh? Wait. Didn't the first half say Yes. Wait, 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 they were like lovers or something? <laughs> they didn't say they're lovers. They just said oh. they're gonna unwrap, unravel the time the, the mystery of time travel together but if you read the synopsis that came off of <laughs> the synopsis of the trailer if you read the trailer somebody summed up what they were saying in the trailer for those of you who don't like speak korean or anything it says kimmy Sun appears again as a dark-haired assassin with a voiceover if you meet someone strange tell me right away a woman comments that strange things have been happening over the country lately as kimmy Sun and potential other time travels wreak havoc on people's lives the trailer ends with Juwon and Kimi Sun's reunion and Juwon saying she said she was a time traveling mother. And Kimi Sun saying, This is the fate I choose because you're my son. So huh? basically <laughs> Yo. So basically Kimi Sun 
is playing a time traveling mother, or she has some kind of doppelganger or whatever. So she's showing up in the story as like herself when Juwan was younger. Like if Juwan, if the character playing Juwan's, if the person playing Juwan's character was a child, and Kimmy Sun was a mother, this would be fine, right? But since they're time traveling. <laughs> She's gonna show up as he's an adult in her young mother like self, but she's an assassin. And the way that the trailer, the trailer almost kind of gives it this potential where they could, there could be something there. But at the same time, how am I supposed to watch this, this drama trying to see that Kimmy Sun, who is what, 43, and <laughs> who is 32, are mother and son. <laughs> That's on like for, I'm looking at this like um this doesn't look right. <laughs> when I tell you my brain was playing circles with me yesterday when I was trying to figure out what the hell this plot was supposed to be. It looks so confusing. Like, oh my god. <laughs> they I, oh <laughs> I don't even know where this What? <laughs> Like why? Like what is the reason? Who asked? <laughs> Who asked? Who we could have got them in any other relationship. They could have been brother and sister. They could have been lovers. They could have been enemies. No, <laughs> they are mother and son. <laughs> what channel is this airing on? SBS. You know, oh, it makes no. more sense. There we go. <laughs> I knew. It, I knew it had to be like NBC or SBS kind of thing. That yeah. makes more sense. OCN yeah. would never. OCN never. would never. <laughs> never. The queen, she wouldn't dare do that. She knows how to do time travel correctly. <laughs> the only time OCN messed up is when they did a rom-com and they have never done it since. Oh my they god. Said, <laughs> that was the only time they were caught slipping. That was it. Oh my god. So yeah, so I've been watching like, I went through a phase. So like at the beginning of the summer I was getting really busy and I K-dramas were not doing it. There was a lot of sad K-dramas at the beginning of the It was real boring. It was real boring, and then it got real problematic, and then I was just like, this is not for me. And so I went on to, like, C-list C-dramas. These are, like, C-dramas. I say C-list because they're not popular, but these are just, like, C-dramas that are rom-com plot dressed in fantasy clothing. And I watched, like, seven of them. (laughs) That's... Wow. How many episodes were each um drama? Let's see. Let's see. I have kept a little nice a nice little list. Um if we want to get the real one, um one was 55 episodes, one was 48 episodes, another was 24, another one was 42, 24, 24, 36, 27, 36. I just put another 36 one. Yeah. So that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so yeah, but I've been enjoying it because like unlike korea because korea doesn't produce as many dramas as china does like no mm-hmm. other country will ever i don't know who what other country i maybe i'm not into as many other countries entertainment as i should be but china pumps out like 3, 300 dramas a year i swear to god they do <laughs> and actors they're everywhere but like one thing I do love about these dramas is that i get to see new talent like if you watch korean dramas for the last 10 years those actors are still there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely some long running actors in China, but like there is room for new talent to arise, I think, more in China than there is in Korea. 
Because, like, Korea, you got to be, like, on the DL for forever and then get one good script. <laughs> and then suddenly everybody has you on their variety shows. You know, you're everywhere then. Like, <laughs> like there's this thing that has been happening on K-Drama Twitter where people are like, oh, my God, such and such is so underrated. And it's like this actor has won, like, three awards for their acting. It's not that they're underrated. You just didn't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know who they were. And so I've also started watching this super old historical called The Great Ambition that has no subtitles. <laughs> That's how, how are you watching it? On yeah. SBS's um, video on demand site, mm. yeah. So I'm watching. I'm I understand most of it, which is I'm very yeah, proud of yeah, myself yeah. for that. <laughs> nice. But it's um starring Chang Hyuk and Son Yijin, and it's a slow thing. But like I'm enjoying watching old historicals because I've done so much research about Korea and like their first serialized television being a historical. Like they had this entire series called like the 500 Years of Joseon that aired every day <laughs> the same time <laughs> and it was just the chronicles of Joseph because they had such great records of it so yeah that's what I've been doing I'm constantly watching my variety shows living um yeah I've I've also been obsessed with Flo Millie do you guys know who that is I know oh, who she I is I love yeah. her I love her she's yeah, so cute Flo Millie she's a rapper she's um, a rapper mm-hmm. uh-huh. she's a rapper she's like 20 <laughs> but she like she's like a typical she looks like a typical mean girl like her raps are like typical mean girl stuff but she's like i just find her adorable like she's like this tiny dark-skinned black girl and i just like you're so cute and she's like hey bitch i got your man come get him if you can <laughs> she's, she's, she's so pretty and i'm just like yes work i've been listening to her songs like on repeat for the last few days and it's been great yeah she's a part of that wave of like you know how like in the past two or three years there's suddenly been like a lot more female rappers yes Mm -hmm. yeah she's a part of that wave i really like seeing that even though i may not listen to all of their music like it's just nice to see that representation right black women just making money and being great like that that will never not make my day (laughs) and and she's just she's just i love her and you could tell by the way she talks that she's definitely from the south she's from alabama yeah she's from alabama (laughs) she's from alabama (laughs) and she's just like i just have like this huge big sister heart for her because i'm just like you're doing great sweetie she's talking about killing people her songs but i'm like you're doing fantastic (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's kind of been my like latest obsessions i'm also currently obsessed with cinnamon buns i'm pretty sure this is the week before my period starts but that doesn't matter my skin's gonna hate me but (laughs) (laughs) oh we get free deliveries from aldi's so i told y'all about that whole thing like okay so we had a whole thing yesterday with fast food me and my mom (laughs) we ordered chinese food a grocery store owner and pizza <laughs> on the same day, which didn't, which didn't turn out great because the Chinese place doesn't deliver it, so we had to go up the street to get it. And then Aww. the grocery store came, which is great, but they didn't have the cookies I wanted. I specifically wanted the chocolate chip cookies. They didn't have them, but they had the cinnamon buns, so I've been happy about that. And then Domino's picked the wrong house to mess with because they talking about, oh, we delivered it. Well, we got the wrong address, and now you're lying, and this is it was just crazy it's just but it was one of those things where two women run the house we're just like yeah we can order from all these places (laughs) (laughs) all of them it's fine (laughs) so yeah that's how my um life has been going um in the entertainment world what about you guys 
Um, well, I've been chilling at home since I'm still unemployed. I pick up different hobbies literally every other week. Uh, what did I do? I finished paint by number. I finished my dot art. And then I pick, um, you remember those, like when you were younger, those little like number art where you just connect a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Until it makes, so I bought that. And then I was like, okay, this is fun, but it's kind of boring. I will do this when I don't have like a hobby to do. So Mm -hmm. I bought the DIY greenhouse and I don't know how to tell y'all how, (laughs) um, (laughs) like, meticulous is that the word i'm looking for i don't mm. like, no yeah that's probably a good word to you like <laughs> so the other day so like there's a bunch of like plants in it right and the mm-hmm. little green obviously it's a greenhouse so like they're like here cut out this cardboard i'm like okay i cut it out and then they're like fold it and then they're like glue it together i'm like okay i got that down and then they're like get the glue and then get the paper rope and wrap it around it and then glue in the fake moss and then make a fake tree. And then I'm like, I'm looking at all of this like, <laughs> this, is, this is so much to do for this. But I pretty much, like, there are 42 pages of things you have to do. And each page has about, like, 42. Like, 42 pages. Wow. And every, and there's about, like, <clears throat> eight to ten things to do on every single page. And I'm on, and I'm on page seven. I could not. I love crafting. I, I, I love crafting. I would have no. sent it back. Right? I love crafting and I love cosplay, but no. I just ordered a printer stand and it came in like I saw you it see came that. in like 70 different pieces. I'm sending that shit back to Amazon. No, y'all. Because like, I tried to put it together and it's just not working. I um so this other day I had to make like a stool. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like you would think they would give you like the legs and you just stick it together and everything no it was like okay cut out this circle circular thing i was like okay then it's like it gave me the dimensions that i needed to cut out a piece of fabric they gave me glue it on (laughs) and then it said and then this is the kicker it was like okay you see those things it's supposed to use for legs and i was like yeah so you stick them up it's no 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 it's like cut each one individually and then stick it in i was like why couldn't you give this to me already cut why am i have to do this no that that's a kit for people who really like the craft like i was like i already bought this 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 thing well i got it i had like a amazon discount so it was 22 dollars, but originally Mm -hmm. it's like 36 but i was like okay well i'm gonna finish this since i got nothing else to do but i've been doing that and watching criminal minds and i would like y'all to know i'm on season eight which for somebody who cannot stand seasons, it's pretty amazing that I'm on season eight of Criminal Minds. But um, that's been pretty much it. Besides that, and then applying for a job and buying mm. clothes. That's it. What about you, Nia? Me? Um, I've, what have I been doing in terms of entertainment-wise? I've been, I added a bunch of movies to watch for my Netflix account because I have not gotten to them. And Netflix always loves to get rid of old movies in like three months. And so you'll never see it again. So I'm going to watch them all this weekend. Um, I just finished like two good animes that were so good. Parasite with a Y was phenomenal. Everyone should go see it. And it's it's amazing. I know it looks weird and it looks scary, what is that but about? it's not. Okay. Okay. I'll give you the, <laughs> I'll give you the very short non-spoiler version. So it's mostly about... It's mostly the title, like a parasite comes to Earth, and it kind of, you know, it, it. I don't want to spoil too much, but it, it joins with people in very interesting ways, and chaos ensues. It's very 
it's like I wouldn't call it scary it's creepy very creepy but I finished that and seven seeds and I hope seven gets a season two if it doesn't I will be so sad I still need to watch that okay it's I'm gonna start so that today. good it's I mean I asked my coworker like if to watch he didn't like it but I was like well, it's still good. I don't care what you say. <laughs> what was the name? What was the name of the Seven Seeds? Seven Seeds. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's it's so good. The plot is strong. Yes, there are plot holes, but the plot is still there. And um, I'm watching B Stars, and I'm not I'm not feeling it, but I'm gonna force myself to finish it. And so after that, I've just been like honestly, my personal life with just construction in my house has been so chaotic that I feel like even when I sit down to like do something fun, mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I'm having fun. <laughs> like <laughs> I want to play, I want to finish Breath of the Wild so badly because I dream about because I still enjoy it. And I'm mm-hmm. 25, I'm 30 hours in and I want to finish it. And I'm not at any scary part or because but I just get like annoyed sometimes at some things in the game, but I want to mm-hmm. finish that damn game <laughs> so badly, but I don't have the time. So I'm just kind of doing nothing in my free time. Mm. What is free time? Is it a myth? But yeah. I, yeah, I'm the same way. Like my quarantine has consisted of me talking either on the phone playing video games or playing with my hair or working like literally (laughs) it's the same cycle over again and like recently I finished uh this game called Yakuza Kiwami uh I think everybody who's watching this will know what Yakuza is basically Japanese mafia it's a game about the Japanese (laughs) mafia so this is like the second game in the series and I was severely disappointed yeah it it was not as good as the game the first game I played in the series so I don't want to speak about that one and then let's see on hold on one second actually we will be right back with your schedule yeah sorry my grandma called me (laughs) but anyways as I was saying I was severely disappointed with that game moving on um, I started playing another game called Persona 4 Golden. <gasps> you did? Yes. I like it very much. It's just too long. So I don't know when <laughs> I'll finish it. Because that's a whole life commitment. You chose a game that never Yeah. I mean, I think that game is like 50 hours. But still, I don't know where I'm going to find 50 hours in my life to play it. <laughs> uh, so, And then I've gotten pretty far with... Uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. I think I only got like mm-hmm. two more cases to go through before I'm I done. I almost that bought game. that game the other day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because it went down from $30 to $15. Oh, that's a steal. That's oh, a I steal because it's three games in one. Exactly. But I'm like, I don't have a computer that I can really play that game. The computer that can play that game is a family computer. And so I don't want to be hogging it up. Yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. Reason yeah. Why I mm-hmm. it. And then. What else? Oh, and I, like I said, well, y'all wouldn't have known this because I said that before we started recording, but I've watched all of Insecure, uh, the Issa Rae show. I would highly recommend it, especially if you're a woman. I feel like it's something everyone should watch, but definitely um, young women who are like in their 20s and 30s because it's really relatable. Very messy, but very relatable. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my life. And also looking for a new job because my current job is okay. It's just not what I want to do. Mm, yeah. I was having like 2020 finally hit me <laughs> like last week. 
<laughs> or the last time we recorded. Um, things are chilling out now. Um, my laptop is still broke because I'm not going outside to get it fixed. Thank God I had some money to buy a, a desktop. My little all-in-one desktop is actually working very nicely. And nice. I'm so happy about that. And I don't know. I just feel like, can we, like, just get to, like, makeup and, like, clothes? Oh, wait, no. Before we go, we talk, we're gonna, we said we we're going to talk about We'll get that. We'll get there in a second. But makeup and clothes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have super duper sensitive skin. I've had eczema since I was little. I have a base metal allergy, so I've been trying to like find a skin routine that works for me. And the shit's been hard, and money has been wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I finally feel like I have a routine that works. I literally use a toner. I mean, a cleanser, a toner, and a moisturizer for night, and a moisturizer for daytime. Now my new struggle is sunscreen because I feel like mm. I want to wear sunscreen because it'll help clear up dark marks and it's preventative and it's good for you. But I'm having a hard time. I think my skin might not just work with SPF because like I'll wear it and then when the product starts to break down is when my skin will start to react. So mm. I'm trying to figure out if I need to constantly be applying it all day. <laughs> But I don't know if more product is just going to make my skin worse. I don't know. Let me get past this hormonal cycle and <laughs> we'll be better. I've also become... Um, oh, what did you just say, Mary? Oh, no, I was going to say I feel that about skin care and everything. Because <laughs> my skin started breaking out recently. And I think... And I don't know what's the cause of it. And I think maybe CeraVe is just not working with me anymore, anymore mm-hmm. even though it was. So I'm trying to see what I can do to... But yeah, sometimes with skincare, stuff that you use for a long time will just stop working as your skin changes. So yeah. you probably have to move on to a different product. Yeah. Have y'all tried retinols before? Yeah, I have. Over the counter ones. Yeah, I have the yeah, one that's, that's over the counter ones. Or do they work for your skin? Because dermatologists tell me that retinol is like the best thing to happen in the skincare community since sliced bread. Is it too strong for you, Tori? I haven't tried it because I'm afraid that no matter <clears throat> which product I buy, my my sensitive skin is gonna react negatively, mm. negative to it. So like I've cut back. I used to have a serum from Claire's that I was using, but then I stopped using it when I was repairing my skin, and I used it once, and I immediately broke out. So I've taken mm. the serum out of my skincare. Like, I don't know if my skin's too sensitized now. I feel I don't feel like it's too sensitized, but, like, I have to be sure that I'm getting products without scents that, like, I probably won't have, like, the perfect skin care routine to, like, go to a dermatologist. And they're like, here's what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because right now we're all surviving off of, like, skincare Twitter and YouTube and hoping oh that God. you find Which, somebody. Yeah, and, they, and we don't talk about the misinformation spread about mm-hmm. products to use. Like, oh, yeah just use this and then you buy it and it breaks you out right like the whole like i don't know who told me that witch hazel was good for your skin and then i go to like a certified dermatologist twitter and she's like don't use witch hazel (laughs) that is bad for you don't use witch hazel don't use black soap i'm like i used to use black soap religiously (laughs) and now i don't and so yeah it's been it's been interesting i'm just like I just want my skin to be okay. Like, I really don't want to have to put mm-hmm. effort into having good skin. And I'm so yeah. <laughs> mad yeah. about that. You know, it's what sucks is, like, the rich people, they just... I, you, 
what you realize is that when rich people give you their skincare routine, they're only giving you half the story because they that's mm-hmm. what they do when they don't go get facials once yeah. every three days and have an esthetician do it for them every day and like like of course mm-hmm. you can pay for like facials <laughs> and to get those laser treatments and stuff but for us we just have to trial and error exactly. yeah and i've used retinol before but only the ones from the ordinary so it's not that strong but mm-hmm. when i did use it it was pretty good and I like it helped a lot with because I had a lot of discoloration on my face from acne when I was like in high school. And it definitely mm. helped with that. But the thing is, I wanted to order it again because I ordered some like just to restock what I had last week. But it's out of stock because everybody's working on their skin now. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been using the simple facial cleanser for like the past two years. And I realized that I can only buy on Amazon and it only comes in like a pack of four. So <laughs> I've been like, I think I'm probably, this is probably the last time I buy it before I try something new because I tried to uh, one of the other ones, but it really wasn't for me. But yeah, we'll see. I'm trying not to try too many new things. Like I, like I wanted to do an oil cleanser because I know it's good for your skin to exfoliate, but I tried one and that fucked me up for like two weeks. So, do you have yeah, oily so, skin? No, I have dry skin. Mm. Yeah, dry I just need, skin. I need all everybody to stop purchasing everything Hiram is saying from <laughs> YouTube because I'm tired of going in and looking for something that from the drugstore and then it's gone. I'm like, I know right. y'all. I know half of y'all can afford the higher up things. I just, <laughs> I need my cheap. $10 cleanser. I don't want to pay for like 30 plus dollars for a cleanser. Right. Right. Which but. is crazy because now you can buy Severa on Amazon. And mm-hmm. one of the estheticians on Twitter said that the other day and they immediately sold out of their cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so much, in, you know, it's bad when like, when as soon as a dermatologist or esthetician says something, everyone's like, well, I got to buy it now. Like, yeah. That's just, we live in the skincare times. Yeah. Which also has made me realize that I'm really not a makeup girl. Like, I love looking at people who are great at makeup. First of all, mm-hmm. I can't paint. And I feel like you have to be some kind of artistic to also do makeup. And so when I look at people who are great at makeup, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. But then I realized that I don't know if I want to wear a foundation all day. <laughs> but then I also yeah. think about, yeah. I probably haven't found a foundation that, I would be willing to wear all day because I yeah. shop at the drugstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like on this like iffy thing. Like I really think that I'm just gonna buy some Fenty products and then like Jackie Anna's eyeshadow palette and that's gonna be the ma- only makeup I have because I really don't want a lot. Yeah. See for me, I I do like makeup, but that's just because it's pretty. I don't know how mm. to like do makeup so <laughs> I kind of realized that I, like I said earlier, I'm like the Glossier girl because that you just, you know, put a little on your face, tap it in with your fingers. And then I know how to fill my eyebrows in, then, you know, pop some mascara on and that's it. But getting into like eyeshadow and stuff, I buy eyeshadow palettes because they look cute, but I don't know how to use them. I have like I just, four and I just, I stopped. Yeah. I was like, you don't need to purchase any. You barely use the four use now. Exactly. I had to stop myself because the other day I almost bought one out when I was restocking my skincare and I was like, you're not going to use 
this like why do you want this because of how the colors look because it's glittery no put it down <laughs> yeah i'm about the same i i never i think the most i wore makeup was in middle school like i would mm-hmm. put concealer because i always school? had yeah because i never after that i kind of just gave up because the only makeup i would wear would be concealer because i'd have mm-hmm. really noticeable dark circles and they're like the real like people always talk about puffy dark circles but they we don't there's no discussions about the ones that are sunken in yeah and they make mm-hmm. you look like you haven't eaten in days <laughs> and like <laughs> and i like the sunken in ones and they're dark and so i when i was younger i would just use concealer and mascara just to make my eyes look not dead so mm-hmm. i didn't wear a lot of lip glosses or and i never have been able to find in over like 15 years my actual foundation shade that doesn't yeah. either make me look too dark or too ashy or orange or, exactly. really or red yeah. like i never find one that the last one i think i found was from like macy's in like 2005 and it was like one of those grandma brands where it was like we powder should all <laughs> we should all like take the time one day to at least go to sephora at least find our shade <laughs> so and i have I, the option I, I, I don't want to buy it it's like <laughs> so foundation be expensive as hell it really it does and y'all i tried though i went to sephora did what you're supposed to do and they tested it on my chin and it was like a two-faced thing i think mm-hmm. yeah the brand and i two-faced, tried it yeah. yeah i tried it and on my chin and it matched but then when they i didn't try it on my forehead and my cheeks and i was like right. oh and i tried it the next See, day and i was like i look ashy was there a black do it on girl helping right but was I that a was black a- girl helping you because like black women are, have two-toned skin like right? we're not all one color yeah that's exactly. the thing about makeup and why i never got into like base makeup like i really like lip gloss and mascara and stuff but like when it comes to the base like the foundation and stuff like that with especially with black women like you have to you can't just put foundation all over your face and go you have to like put lighter foundation under your eye and then contour yeah. and stuff and the reason it's why people so much do that work. Is because, yeah because we have like multiple things going on in our face as far as mm-hmm. skin tone so yeah if and i it- could find a concealer that made me look like i drink enough water and sleep enough then <laughs> that would probably that would probably be my whole routine Concealer, yeah. concealer, mascara, eyeliner, and just filling my eyebrows. <laughs> Some lip right? I just I'm confused. Like... Gone. Oh no, go ahead, Mary. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was. I'm just confused why she swatched it on your chin. Usually, I've heard like your <laughs> neck because they want you to like blend it down all the way to your neck so it matches all the way through. And some people mm-hmm. maybe they don't do that and they just check it on your face. I've ne- like I've or like. I just I don't know the chin is such a weird part it was and I was like I, I thought I didn't know I've never tested not tested sounds weird swatch for anything before at Sephora or like mm-hmm. Ulta or any like Mac yeah. so I was just like yeah. I guess they're the professional they know what they're doing and I was like oh this Too Faced foundation is $40 oh God. Sephora yeah. damn they make you go in there with like I just want to yeah, get one Sephora's product and they're expensive. like oh you know what you need you need a setting spray oh you know what you need you need a brush that's 15 see that's why i do not talk to the sephora workers <laughs> i go in there to get my fancy lip gloss buy it and then leave and then if right. they have a free sample for the month oh let me get my sample and then go 
because <laughs> they will sell you everything exactly they're like oh you know i've only been they- in a sephora once because i was mm-hmm. following my little cousin and her friend around to observe them and make sure that they don't get kidnapped and shit but <laughs> <laughs> walking in there i was like where the fuck do you even start there's too much shit in this store for me to even right? possibly begin to shop <laughs> right and also it's like crazy. i the only type of makeup think i genuinely enjoy think i could practically do are like those old vintage tutorials from like the 50s where they're like mm-hmm. just take this and use your finger and blah, blah, like dot it in or whatever like that's watch- glossier <laughs> is it <laughs> yes literally you you use your fingers to apply the little skin tint and like it evens out your skin tone and then you use the their powder to like not make you greasy and then you could just fill in your eyebrows put some mascara on and if you want highlighter put do highlighter. they have enough shades though do they have shades? That's the one thing about their product, like their company. They don't have, mm-hmm. they only got like five shades in total. And what? there's like two. Okay, never mind. I will shades. walk around here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I'll just walk around here with my bare face. And if you can't handle that, then you don't need to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, because like, I guess because their skin tint is very sheer. That's why they do it like that. But at the same time, I feel like they need to. There are two dark shades in this whole line. <laughs> exactly. They need to add a couple more. Like, That's at least crazy. add four. You'd think after wow. Rihanna went, like, did the Fenty Veal yeah. and had so many shades, you'd think these brands would be like, you know. Some what? of them try. Try. I low key yeah. wonder if I could get away with getting, like, one of the Fenty um foundations but not using a lot of it and just treat it like glossier products you might be able to because yeah. i think her products are buildable especially the yeah. new one the, the second foundation she came out with it's supposed to be for dry skin i think mm-hmm. one of them one of them is supposed to be matte and the other one is supposed to be dewy yeah oh, the also, thing is that know, i just don't know my shade yeah <laughs> that's my and the only thing problem is, and the thing is that they don't tell you even the work in the or is like it if say you go to like mac sometimes they don't know what they're doing like they'll be like oh this is your shade and it's like are you sure <laughs> are you 100 yeah. percent sure i think it's like and also you have to know your undertone like what, what yeah is an undertone like, yeah because that yeah. confused me for a while because i know i have red undertones but sometimes when i'm looking in the mirror i look really yellow especially at night so i just can't yeah. tell yeah, so sometimes I like at least one of the drugstore foundations kind of had like a reddish orangish undertone and it worked with my skin and I'm like I don't understand <laughs> because I'm not orange. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I mix Makeup my foundations. It's just easy. Oh yeah, mixing usually works. Yeah. It's just mix? too much. Um I I just look like if one is too light, like I have a foundation that's too light and the other one that's too dark. So now I'll just mix it together and usually that works because I also have a powder that I can correct with. And I also, um, sometimes I, um, what's contour and that also helps me with correcting it. So usually it works out in the end, but very few times do I ever just put on a foundation and walk out. And it just like, works, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, it's just. That's a lot. That's why I'm just gonna focus on my skin, cause I just really, I got yeah. locks for the sole purpose of not having to maintain my hair. <laughs> I really don't want to, like. I'm on that same energy. <laughs> like I really don't want. I don't have the time or the energy 
try to put makeup on every day and even if i want to put on makeup like i want it to be minimal but cute like right exactly like look cute right because a lot of the youtubers have kind of normalized using like 20 different products just to do your everyday makeup and it's like is this really i'm just not that girl i'm just really not that girl like i'm (laughs) like i'm accepting that day in and day out i'm like i'm really not that girl like i'm not about to put on a full face of makeup let me look decent enough to catch a man and then it's yeah. coming off after that. <laughs> right. Even then, maybe I just won't wear makeup and then meet a man and then for a treat, then I'll put on makeup, even then it's gonna for be for me, myself. I, just, I don't know. I like it just to look good for myself, but at the same time, right. I do not like with a lot of the YouTubers who do makeup, they do it and to the point where they don't look like themselves when they take it off and i don't mm. like that like it looks right on some people for but for me for myself i like my face so i would prefer <laughs> that i look like how i actually look right yeah i just the technique oh go ahead oh no yeah it's just that's part of it for me it's like i also had severe insecurities when i was in high school so i'm trying to like really love myself as i am and I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. it's dangerous to get involved in makeup at a young age because if you don't like yourself without the makeup on, like that is a part of makeup that I really don't like. It's that there's a lot of young people who are so into it. Yeah, It's just like being on the internet at a ridiculously young age. It's like, I don't think you need to be wearing a full face of makeup at the age of 15, but hey. Right. Like, yeah. No, I agree. I honestly agree because I swear it, I guess it is nostalgia too, but I swear back in our day school in elementary school, nobody was wearing nothing significant. Like most people were just walking around bare face, still wearing gla- Like I remember a specific look in an image of like limited two clothes of like <laughs> glasses. Not limited two. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was just what I remember. Like I remember everybody looked really young. Yeah. And now I look at these kids today and they're just like full face, contour, highlight, like I refuse. I just believe those are the people that are popular on um, social media because sometimes yeah. I'll be looking at them and I'll be like, you know, like Charlie whatever what I don't know her last name, but um Yeah. When I found out she was 15, I was shocked. I was like, "Oh, she's a lot younger than I thought she was." I thought she was at least like 18 or 19. Yeah. And I was like, right. "Maybe it's because like I don't know, like, I felt like the popular girls in high school always kind of looked like that, but I feel like if you were to go into high school and look at the average kids, they don't everybody, look like no, that. they yeah. don't look like that. It's just social media influence. Yeah. Because normal, mm. like, regular kids these days, they they look like kids. It's like when you're an influencer, I guess you have an appearance to keep up, so that's why yeah. they look the way they look. But mm. also, um, <laughs> I feel like, okay, so you remember how in high school um they would get at you on dress code on what you were wearing and some of it was like Mm -hmm. ridiculous apparently like my old high school is not like that anymore so like I was talking to my friend and she was going off about how like you can wear you can now wear like spaghetti straps to school and like shorts that used to not be allowed yeah Yeah. and like they won't say anything and like that's cool but I'm thinking about like in high school like if you're uh, if your tank top was uh, less than three fingers, yep. there was yep. a problem. If your uh, if your armpit could be shown, there was a problem. Was a problem. Yeah. If <laughs> your legs, if your um fingertips didn't touch your knees, and I can oh still see God. your skin, 
them. You couldn't wear those shorts. Maybe it's I just crazy got because arms, like, like right. Like, Here's the thing. So there's uh, I bringing this back to me being in graduate school. We read a whole. We did a whole like portion of one of my classes where we talked about how school um school policies like that dis- disproportionately affected black girls. Oh, because yeah. mm-hmm. they would be wearing the exact same thing as their white counterparts or non-black counterparts, but they would get in trouble because I can see your butt. Well, she just has a naturally wider hips yeah. and a naturally bigger thighs than the other person, but you look at her and it's sexualized, but looking at somebody else, it wasn't. And then like then we can go into adultification. I won't go there. <laughs> We're supposed to chill today. <laughs> We're supposed to chill today. But like that was like reading that study and putting it into like putting into perspective about going to school girls is constantly being pulled out of classes because they were being provocative with their clothing and i'm like they're 12 (laughs) they're 12 i'm like it's hot as hell outside i'm just wearing a tank top because i don't want to sweat through this but like at my school the problem was uh the biggest problem was if you were in a sport especially if you were in a popular sport they didn't care but if you're one yeah. of the average kids, then you were immediately pulled out of class or something. But the volleyball girls wearing their shorts around had no yeah. problem. But like, or the cheerleaders, or the cheerleaders. cheerleaders. And I'm like, well, why can't they wear shorts? Even though the, some of the teachers used to comment on it, but like they didn't have any power, so so they couldn't right. say anything. No, but I was just, I'm like, I'm happy for the my the kids at the school there can dress however they want and express themselves. But I'm just thinking about all yeah. the all that I went through. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> we went through this. It hurts. It's the same thing when you realize that the kids in your classes were not going to be learning cursive. But we had to sit there and learn fucking cursive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. not right. mad about it. You're just angry. You're just like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I saw something about this about how it would be way more useful if everyone learned ASL, American Sign Language, instead of actually spending the time and the effort to learn cursive. Because what are you going to be using if you meet, like, if you encounter someone who uses sign language and you can't talk right. to them? But then who's who's in a situation where you need cursive? It's like, no, there's an right. <laughs> like, like, oh, no. And I, yeah, and I'm glad that cursive is, like, not being a mandatory thing in classes because they substitute that with, like, coding and teaching kids more about computers, which is great. But, like, I wish... I wish there would be more strife for foreign language in general. Again, me bringing it back to right. my school. <laughs> I mean, that's actually useful. Point, like, right, yeah. Because, like, that's one of the reasons that I decided to become a teacher was because nobody talks to black kids about learning a different language. Like, exactly. nobody nobody tells them that they can be global citizens. Nobody tells them that they can explore the world. Nobody tells them that learning a different language will open so many different doors for you in life. You can see the world you can learn these other perspectives they don't do that like i went to a school um during my undergrad as part of my fellowship to just like see what language classes were like and a black and my teacher introduced me she said oh this is victorian she's um she's teaching she's learning to become a korean teacher and a black girl came up to me after class she was like korean we don't do that my heart (laughs) broke in fucking half i was like what do you mean we don't do that (laughs) like there are there are millions of black people around the world that speak so many different languages but the kids here in america are just like no we don't do that we're only being forced to learn french and spanish as we have to but we're not going to apply that to like actual life and i'm like yeah 
Uh, but no, <laughs> like a, there's a whole a population of black people. There's a whole population of black people that speak French because, well, first of all, colonization. But still, it's like right. learning your mother language and still being like I don't, that's that's the thing when I talk to kids and I'm just like, you already speak two languages. Abonics is a language. You just because exactly. just because America tells you it's not doesn't mean it's not a language. That's a whole language that exactly. you learn from birth. <laughs> Tori, this is a, this is a, a, war, a word right now. I'm you getting up preaching. my I'm getting up my preacher's pedestal right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm just I just wouldn't be able to shake kids, and I'd be like, "But you could learn, you could learn Chinese, you could learn Thai, Tagalog, you could learn French, you could learn, you know, there's just so many different languages: Greek, German, Italian. I mean, do you know how, you know, like teaching them that it'll give you a leg up in life, but it'll give you so much more than that." Like, will you get exactly. paid more at your job? Yes. But you'll also, like, have opportunities to have your entire schooling paid for, to be able to travel the world, to be able to see things. Like, that is what really made me, like, solidify wanting to get my um, master's and become a teacher. Because, like, <laughs> uh, everything you said was exactly correct. Like, we don't have a global mindset. We have a America first, America only mindset where we think the whole world revolves around just our neighbors and our friends. no there's a whole big world out there with different languages <laughs> different food different cultures and that's okay you can it's yours to explore too you're not just stuck in your neighborhood you know right that was a word i'm i'm not but yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but back yeah. to skincare <laughs> back to skincare and makeup uh, but, no yeah i stopped buying clothes i think i've gotten all the clothes buying out of me after this last printer stand i think i've gotten all the furniture buying out of me um i did buy some um nails for my birthday that were really pretty like, uh, so i'm happy about those yeah there's this actually let me promote this while we're here there is this um all black owned version of amazon called mira it's m-i-i-r-i-y-a and all of their sellers are black owned businesses so you should definitely go support them go buy stuff they have like fashion they have beauty they have all this other stuff so like do it <laughs> that's where i got these nails from i'm very happy with them what how do you spell it again i'm trying to look it up m-i-i-r-i-y-a Miria, Miria. Those are the nails I bought. I just put it in the chat. I'm so. Oh, it's cute. Oh yeah, those are pretty. Nice. Trying to. F- hmm. Is it a website or a Facebook group? Oh no, let me. I'll just copy no, the it's link. No, it's Miria Yeah, their Twitter. They have a Twitter. They have a Patreon too. So support them. <laughs> nice. Support them. They're great. Um, but yeah, their entire everything on their site is black on they had some really cute sunglasses that i wanted to buy too but they were all sold out <laughs> but yeah so that's what i've been trying to do more also is buy black owned stuff <laughs> like i'm really trying not to buy all my stuff from amazon but prime i already paid for her this year so i'm just gonna use it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna use it. but yeah this is really yep, nice yep, 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 yep. right i hope they get super big same yeah i still I haven't bought clothes in a while, but I need to throw out a lot of my clothes because I've been working out, so my clothes don't fit right anymore. That's why I have to buy new clothes. But it's Ooh. like if I 
success. And I get still smaller, then what would be the point? That's how I'm trying to wait. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's the one thing with losing weight. You're just like, I, I, that's also my excuse for not working out right now. I have too many new clothes (laughs) that I haven't worn. So until the world opens up, I will not be working out until I show all of these outfits off. (laughs) I've also become like, um, super obsessed with 90s hairstyles. So I'm like trying to learn how to do my hair because I've also cut out the idea of cutting it right now. Like mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. my locks are like to the mid my back or somewhere around there. And so I want to do a really cute Rapunzel cosplay photo shoot and then I'll cut it. I've also put a freeze on the idea of dyeing it purple because I just realized that would be too much dye. If I, d- I tried to dye my hair purple now... <laughs> that means mm-hmm. so much money it's such a mess so i'm gonna let it grow out for a few more years i guess and then i'll cut it and then i'll dye it nice speaking of hair i had a hair traumatic experience <laughs> like last oh no month. oh no because what happened was well this, it was all my fault like, it's a hundred percent my fault and i take it, the entire blame for it mm-hmm. so like what happened was long story short i had had crochet braids in for like mm-hmm. okay don't just advice the audience probably already knows this and i know we all know this, but just for any one person who may need to hear take your crochet braids out after two months do not wait to four <laughs> don't wait to four or five months don't just let them i know it's easy to have them in and not about your hair you gotta wash your hair eventually and so mm-hmm. i waited four whole months without washing my hair and because I was like, oh, I just couldn't keep putting oil on it and it smells fine. And it's blah, blah, blah. I wasn't concerned. I was just like, it's easy and I'm lazy. And then quarantine happened mm-hmm. and I couldn't get to my hairstylist. So I was like, I guess I just have to be stuck with these crochets. But they eventually I was like, oh, I got my hair. And so I took them down and cut them out and was able to take the braids down. And I was at that moment, I should have combed through my hair, but I did not. <laughs> I just put it up and I was like, OK, I didn't. And I just let it be. I let it get crazy for two weeks. This was me. I was so, I was dumb. I was dumb, dumb. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to wash my hair today. And so instead of combing through it first or putting conditioner on it first, I just went straight in with the shampoo. Oh, no, no. But that was me being a dumb, dumb. I was usually my stylist. She knows how to do everything, and she's just—I just am lazy, and I let her take over. But my dumb self immediately went in, the- and my hair started matting up instantly. And I was like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And then I saw, and I tried to, because I looked—it doesn't look like mats. But then, as soon as I rinsed the shampoo out, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is terrible." I had giant mats in my hair. Now remember, this months of hair growth, so I yeah. had a lot of new growth. But my a lot of the ends were split and like they were gonna come out anyway. So yeah. like I was lucky that I was that I helped my mom. My mom was there to help me, and she was like, "Oh no, this is terrible, Nia. We're gonna have to do oh, this all no. day." So we spent a entire Saturday just unmatting my hair slowly yeah. by actually Ooh. like pulling out individual pieces of hair out of these giant mats. And I was like. That was I was I was emotional that day because I was like I could have avoided this. <laughs> I why was I this dumb? Oh, no. I saved the majority of my hair, so 
oh, still really God. long. Still really long. It's just the, those ends were like the mat. I realized that the matting was like the old hair and the new. Yeah. Hair, mm-hmm. It was uh-huh. literally right where the the old ends were, and I was like, yeah. okay, so these yep. can come that's, out that's anyway. What happens when you leave mm-hmm. your um, hair in that long? Right. And then so I was able to spend the whole entire day, but it I finally got it out. And then I just was like, my hands hurt, my feet hurt, my my scalp hurt. Oh my god, my scalp was on fire. Cause when you try to keep getting mats out over and over again, your scalp just is please, no more. <laughs> Let me live. So anybody out there who decides to take their crochets out, do not go straight in with shampoo. Do not. You oh. That was terrible. Sorry. I had to share no, the story just, time. No, yeah, you're No, okay. you don't have to apologize. I'm just I, like breaking for you, Barbara. Oh, trust me, I know how that is. When I used to wear braids all the time for months and I would take them out too late. And then I have to sit there all day and meticulously comb through each and every piece and like make sure it wasn't matter. So I definitely know how that is. Mm, oh yeah. my gosh. It was traumatic, not gonna lie. And it made me appreciate my hairstyle. <laughs> Anybody who does hair out there, you are the real one. Y'all oh, are the same. My loctician, Miss Laura, thank you for coming, always coming to my house. I've never stepped foot in the salon since I got looks. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, she's amazing. And also, shout out to all the people who can do their hair and not stress. <laughs> like, when will natural hair be easy? That's when I want to know. Never. I'm telling you that now. (laughs) I'm a lazy natural, so I've gotten used to it. So it it feels easy. Like, basically, I just wash my hair, deep condition it, and then throw product in there. And I may put it up in a poof or just leave it down in a wash and go. Like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what I did. I cut the whole thing off. I said, I'm done. And I'm tired. (laughs) This stuff is... I was like... The big top. (laughs) I said, 22 years of this. No. It's enough. <laughs> Wait, Marin, did you ever have a perk perm in the No. Oh wow. I've never done oh, wow. my hair besides color it. Wow. And then so you I were natural it. from the jump. Oh yeah. Because my mom had a bad experience with like um what's it Perms. called? Uh relaxers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was like she never did it on me when I was younger. So I just either I had braids when I was younger and then when I grew up I just kept my hair in the natural form and then I started getting lazy and then I started doing it and then I was you know what no (laughs) I cut it all off yeah my grandmother is a cosmetologist she's been a cosmetologist forever and so I of course I was the hair permed everything in place all of that come every Sunday like my mother would just send me to my grandmother and then when we moved down here, she was just like, I don't think we're going to prime your hair anymore. So I would just wear braids and sew-ins. And then my mom got locks, which surprised the fuck out of me because she had a box for forever. She mm. had like um, a box for forever. And now she has a box, but it's locks on the top. So she got locks. And I was like, I should get locks because my mother, <laughs> we could never, we were never the mother and daughter who could sit there and let me do her hair we would end up fighting yeah. i would end up crying <laughs> we just never it never worked out and she would always send me to get my hair in braids because she never wanted to do it so yeah. that's how my family was basically like i don't know my grandma always when i was younger would be like oh i want your hair to be long so i'm gonna put it in braids like brandy does and your hair will be so long when you grow up. <laughs> and then but at the same time when i took my hair out of the braids she would permit 
So like, what oh. you don't want here to be long? <laughs> yeah. So like, I had that struggle where I had either braids or got my hair permed. My hair would get long, but then I would wear it out and it would be permed, so it would break off. And so, like, mm. I think my freshman year of high school, I was like, I'm done with this shit. I'm not perming my hair ever again. <laughs> and then I just haven't right. perming it. Right, right. Yeah, I uh. had a similar experience. I had, my mom did my hair. My hair is always super thick and, like, it absorbs water like nothing. Like, if you just yeah. put oh. a drop of water on it, it's like, water is just, it's gone. Uh, and Yeah, I then, can imagine. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was about to say, I couldn't imagine going to swimming with like the thought of that makes my right? head hurt. Oh my god, yeah. And so when I was re- like from like one to four, my mom would do my hair in like afro puffs and she would do like braids and put barrettes in my hair and stuff. But that was I remember those times and those were like pain. I would cry. I'd be like, I don't want to <laughs> do my hair. And so like my mom kind of gave up when I got five and she was like, You want a perm? Because I was like I saw, you know, when you go through the aisle and you see the just for me box, yeah, little girl little smiling girl on there with, with the cute hair, right? And you'd be like, <laughs> I want that too. And so I was like, yeah, I want a perm. And so I remember I was in the kitchen, you know, it's like a first perm when you're in the yep. kitchen. Ooh. And I was like, and then I, on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I just got it done. And I was like, so happy after, but did I not, did I know the permanent damage and the lifelong no. struggle would come with it? No. So from like five to like literally college. Like I was just perms, perms. And then even luckily my hair wasn't, it would never grow longer than like my shoulder, but mm-hmm. break off. And so I was like, oh, well, I guess it's fine. But then when my hair started really falling out was when my hairdresser changed perm brands and it just all fell out for the most part. Oh. And so I was like, I guess I could go natural since it's almost. And then I was, tra- I transitioned, which don't transition, just chop it because the transition struggle <laughs> like oh, when you have your hair is natural yes. the other end parts is all straight because it's yes. permed, Mm-mm. and it looks like it's two different hair it's like literally you got <laughs> thick hair and then just straight and it's it's just not cute and then I've been natural since college but I've struggled because I'm lazy natural as well and so I don't treat mm-hmm. my hair the way I know it should be treated I know it could be down my back now but I just don't have it. I don't have it that's yeah i feel like every black girl has a black girl hair journey yeah and <laughs> like, it usually we starts out gonna... with like the perm being forced yes. upon us yes 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 yes. i i have this fantasy of being that mom who knows how to do everything for their children's hair like i want to be able to braid my daughter's hair put it up i want to be able to like give my son a, a lineup if he needed you know mm. but then i think about that more and i'm like probably not gonna happen but you know it's a great fantasy to have. <laughs> someone i yeah. remember seeing this about like the black uh, we need an association for all the black girls who can't braid to the scalp and i'm like <laughs> i can't, can't cornrow <laughs> i cannot not my own hair i definitely can't do it on nobody else's like i can braid it put it in a rubber band and braid it kind of but like it's nothing serious <laughs> i can put plaits in my hair i can braid my hair as in like put two braids in my <laughs> hair with my own hair but i cannot do box braids or any of that like i can't do my hair like that yeah nope 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 nope, nope, nope. so we decided that we were going to touch on the entanglement <laughs> mm. For those Obviously. of you who don't know, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, Will and Jada Pickensmith 
um, had a red table talk like a week ago where they kind of like finally confirmed a lot of stuff about their relationship and basically talked about it. Um, there have been rumors for forever that they were in an open relationship, but there was like no confirmed source about that. I did not watch that video. Did I watch all the Twitter memes? Yes. I don't know everything <laughs> they said. But the biggest thing that came out of it was that Jada, after when Jada and Will were separate, they were trying to decide they were going to divorce or not. She had an entanglement with some <laughs> rapper. An entanglement because she was hurt and she just wanted to feel better. And so there ensued the meme of 2020. That is the only meme of 2020 (laughs) (laughs) as of this point. But I guess we're going to just talk about, I don't know, what were your thoughts when y'all first saw that? I thought it was old news. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's old news. Like, literally, August Alcina said that him and Jada Pinkett Smith uh, had a entanglement, like, five years ago. He said this a while Mm -hmm. ago. So when it was coming up again, I'm like, why are y'all talking about this? Because he dead ass said something about this like three or four years ago. Yeah, and, and I think that was one part of the problem was because he was bringing it up again or somebody else brought it up again. So they just wanted so I don't, to clear yeah, I'm trying to figure out who, I don't even know who brought this to light again because I like, this is old news. like Right. And I thought it was like common knowledge that everyone knew that Will and Jada were in an open relationship. Like I thought yeah, I thought everybody like, knew this. Yeah, because, like, people talking about their couple goals, I'm like, do y'all know that they're in a open relationship? There's no monogamy going on there. <laughs> are they? Was it decided that's, like, they are in an open relationship? I mean, they never directly confirmed that they are, like, currently in an open relationship. But, like, as far as, like, Hollywood rumors go, this has been something that's been said for, like, a long-ass time now. Yeah. That- they have an open relationship and then there was the whole thing with like will smith and margot robbie that was never confirmed by either one of them but y'all y'all i'm not shitting you august alinti is the name of the rapper right yeah august alcina yeah Uh, he's trending right now because he made a song titled entanglements (laughs) right now (laughs) yes i saw it what Oh, oh wait a God. second! I gotta go find it. Wait a this, second. We, we could not have timed this any better. <laughs> oh wait! I want to listen to it when we're on podcast. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh wait! Okay, oh the lyrics! Lyrics! Featuring Rick Ross. Right. Okay. So it's a it's a special moment in history, right? So the core. <laughs> The chorus says the definition of an entanglement. It's when you're tangled in the sheets. Girl, I know that we don't call it a relationship, but you're still fucking with me. Entanglements is when you're tangled in them sheets. Entanglements is when you're tangled up with me. Entanglements, the number one here is the biggest. It's when you're getting in too deep. Tangled up with me, huh? Tang, tangled in them sheets. We can uh, skip over uh, Rick Ross's verse. Rick Ross. I don't think he has anything of substance bad. So he goes, I'm being honest, baby. Don't want no strings attached. You just want a nigga that's going to break your back. <laughs> I'm half? No, I ain't about to play with that. You left your man to fuck with me just to pay him back. Don't you know that's cold-hearted? Once you gone, no coming back? Girl, you fucking with a youngin'. I be doing shit you like. Don't 
don't do talking when I see you. All you hear is love sounds going round for round. You want a nigga that take you down. <laughs> then it goes back then to the quarters. The verse three is I'm on my way. Yeah, skirt. I'm gonna pull up with that. He dips skirt. He always think he always think me and you fucking. If he see me, he gonna trip. House with no key, girl. I know I fucked up your hair. Lay you down and hit it right there. Lay you down and hit it right there. Oh, oh, that ain't my girl, but I got the key to the crib and to your car, to the oh. crib and to her heart. <laughs> she don't, she don't want to label shit, but she needs me in her life. Uh, I don't have to label shit to fit it in her life lifestyle. We gonna keep it popping, shoddy. You, you my little secret. Uh, just took the lingerie, just took the lingerie around you talking off next weekend. Now, no, it's wrong, but it feels right. It feels so right. No, it's wrong, but it feels okay. so right. <laughs> oh, wow. I have several questions now. Several <laughs> questions because according to August Alcina in that one interview he did a couple years ago or so, he said that he had permission from Will Smith to um have intercourse with his wife. <laughs> I thought Where did he say that? that? Wait. No, August Alcina said this, that he said that oh, shit. gave him permission to enter an entanglement with his wife. <laughs> and then Will Smith said that he didn't say that, like, recently. So this song is making it seem like their relationship was a secret. Like, Oof. you know the part where he's oh, talking wait, about, I'm going to pull up when music. he dips? Like, hmm? Huh? I'm, I I'm, mean, I, I'm just confused now. Like, did Will, to me, it's like, I thought... Because it seemed like Will and Jada had an open relationship back in the day. They may have changed recently. I don't know. Since Red mm-hmm. Table Talk got big. But, like, why, if it's okay for them to be in an open relationship, then why is all, why is he kind of going this route of... Maybe they were never in an open relationship. It's just that people, they maybe they were stepping out on each other. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. And, like, people just assume they had an open relationship. But this is... I need one of them need to write a book and just end it. <laughs> I know right. Will. I know Will has to be annoyed at this shit. He's like really he has to. <laughs> you go like first of all, if anybody was gonna make money off of this tanglement shit, it should have been Jada and Will, not this yeah. fool. <laughs> you people call him the messiest side nigga of twenty twenty. <laughs> See, the thing is, too, people were bringing up a point where, like, back when them two. August and um, Jada were together. He was in a very bad place in his life, so mm-hmm. like I understand why he was still feel hurt. But this kind, of, this song kind of seems like he's trying to be like, "All right, hurt you didn't mean shit to me, girl." Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. Uh, it's like you know you loved it when we were together and bullshit, and I'm just like, "Sir, you were a side hoe. <laughs> Take your side hoe and keep it really moving." Hurt. He really, he really he does hurt. seem hurt. Like, we could have ended it with Jada and Will's Red Table Talk and them just kind of explaining what the fuck was going on. But no, you came back with a whole song. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this kind of smart, though. Because he taking it, I mean, money, the... yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is, like I said, one of them need to write a book so we can know all the information and just end it there. Yeah. That's, this whole thing is just drama. Yeah. What do you guys think about open relationships? No. Uh, <laughs> it's not for me, not. but like, if you want to do it, go ahead, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, like, <laughs> like it's, if somebody else is doing it, that's fine. It's just something that I wouldn't do in my own yeah, relationship. Yeah, it's not for at me. That point, yeah, yeah. What, what's the point of us being together then? 
Like, right, right. There's no point in, and like for me personally, I'm not saying for other people, but for me, how I see it is like if I'm gonna be messing around with other people because we have an open relationship, I might as well just be single. Like, mm-hmm. there's not really a point. But I could, I guess I could see why some people want would want to do that. But yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah i don't think i think i'm too selfish to be in an open relationship like personally <laughs> even though i don't want to be bothered with my spouse <laughs> like, i keep saying this my dream is to have a roommate that we just happen to same share the same bedroom like mm. that is my dream relationship but like um there's this she was on buzzfeed a lot her name is kelsey do you remember her kind of i, I remember the name yeah, mm-hmm. I see yeah but she her and her partner are in a open relationship and I just, I feel like they've been, like, what I've been seeing from them, what I've been understanding for it, it's just that bringing somebody in can give your partner what they that person could give them. So that was, it was interesting to just, like, hear their perspective on it and just how it works for them. Like, she talked about how she could, she can't have a deep conversation about space, which is something that her partner kind of likes to do. So if he found somebody that could talk to him about deep conversations in space, like she'd hmm. be okay with that. Like I feel like you have to go into it being like this is going to be an open relationship. But uh, yeah. if yeah. you if you, if you start out monogamous and all of a sudden like actually I think we people. <laughs> then and then I, I mean Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say too, like uh, to add on what you to what you said. I don't think people should have open relationships just to satisfy their partner. Like, if that's not something you personally want, don't right. force yourself to do that because you think that's gonna make the other person happy. Right. There's this um variety show I watch called Love Naggers, which is where people send in their like complicated relationship situations to the MCs to look at, and a lot of it is trash. Like a lot of it is trash. <laughs> But they had this one situation where the boyfriend was trying to talk the girlfriend into being into an open relationship. They dated for like three years. And I'm just like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, two people had to come to, like, he was like trying to convince her. And it was something she never wanted. And I'm like, you can't, I don't think that's how that works. People need to, both people, both parties need to be on the same page when the relationship starts. That an open relationship is like a possibility or something we could think about or talk about. But like trying to convince and manipulate somebody else that they're not they're not cool or you're not being like, you know, you're not, you know, with the new age if you think an open relationship is a bad thing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relationship is hard. Watching other people right. do it is hard for me. <laughs> and I feel like that since we're in quarantine, the Will Jada and August Alcina drama went so big because mm-hmm. n- nobody has anything else to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we're all stuck at home. (laughs) Literally, if it wasn't quarantine, this would have been another post on Bossip or something like that about (laughs) right Will and Jada down with this world or some whatever they titled their shit. (laughs) Did y'all see that? Um, I think it was Nigeria released a movie on Netflix called Entanglement. Are you already? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow, they're (laughs) fast. <laughs> I think we could go ahead and end this episode for today then. Yes, we can. I am really glad we had this like chill conversation. It's always nice to just ramble off and talk. 
we yeah. hope you guys uh liked it chilled with us be sure to check out um miria i do not know how to pronounce this m-i-i-r-i-y-a i'm not sponsored by them btw just support black businesses that's all i gotta say for that um hope you like this episode we'll be back with more general episodes coming to you whenever we feel like it i'm tori i'm Marin. i'm mia and i'm decoria Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.